Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. So the devil tries to destroy your value, but, but he, he still doesn't get it. By in trying to destroy your value, he makes you more usable. He thinks he's going to take you out. And see, the thing he doesn't know is God is the king of restoration. See, God, the devil can't comprehend God's love for you to, to restore you. So he thinks by trying to mar you with all the sin and all the things that are no good, that he can take you out. And just God just doesn't see it that way. That's why uh, you should never, I know this sounds so fundamental, but you should never write yourself off. You don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you wrote yourself off this week? Really? I, I, I could put it up. You think, why did God ask me to do this? Why, why would you ask me to do this? You know, isn't it, there's got to be somebody that's more qualified, that doesn't have the same history, that doesn't have the same battles as me. I'm not telling you to show all your people your faults, but I do think a level of transparency is needed Amen. so people can see. I, I told the Wednesday night people, the Lord uh, gave me a word this week. He said, he says, if you tell people about their, your victories, you build their enthusiasm. But if you tell them about your struggle, you build their faith. See, if they don't know your struggle, it doesn't look possible for them. When somebody can look at your life and see that you're not perfect, but you're still winning, it's a real encouragement to them. See, you think it makes you look bad, and I think it makes God look wonderful. So I have a different version. You got to decide who you want to look good, right? Second Corinthians 4. We're not preaching Christ, and we're not preaching ourselves, we're preaching Christ. So what, I'm not telling you to look bad on purpose. You don't have to. You don't have to do it on purpose. You'll look bad by accident enough that you don't have to worry about it. But you'll make God look good because God will have you win when people think you're going to lose. And that one he has done for me a gabillion times. I always say that I've been written off so much I got to be myself. And there's something about God holding you. He holds you when the whole world thinks you're wrong. You, you may be wrong, but it doesn't mean you're going to fail. It means he's going to teach you something. I'm not pushing being wrong either. I'm just telling you to be humble. See, see, humility, you don't have to have a lot of confrontations if you live with humility because you don't make a big deal out of yourself. So you don't have to prove yourself over and over and over again. If humility keeps you under the radar and God can adjust you under the radar, but if you're in a hurry to become high profile, then you've got to fight everything out in the open. I like under the radar. I don't know about you. I like having conversations with God privately and Him adjusting me rather than me being stubborn and him having to do what he did to Peter. He didn't really do it to Peter. Peter did it to himself. He exposed himself in front of everybody and said, I don't know him because he had that blind spot so long. That's the jar that it was going to take to get him to see it. He didn't know it was there. So the problem of the devil is, uh, you know, you're a God class being. So he has to deal with that. 
And God will go to great lengths to restore you to the original. See, that's why you have to study the original because if you don't know the original, you, you can't go back to it. You can't go back to it. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I love all the, the great teachers and stuff we got. But sometimes I always say, you gotta go back to the pattern to understand what you're really supposed to have. We tolerate a lot of things and we live with them for 10, 20 years because we don't examine the original model. Uh, we tolerate sickness and disease because we don't study the original. When you study the word, it builds faith in you. You'll remember that he's gonna bless your bread and your water and remove sickness and disease from your midst. Now that might sound so fundamental, but when you get the slightest symptom, if that's in your foundation, you say, God, I thank you that you are removing sickness and disease from me. I mean, all of us have been healed many times without a prayer line. We've been healed by our faith. Now, I believe in prayer lines. We have them. We lay hands on the sick. You know, they get better. And, and I like to be able to have that when I don't know why it's, I'm not getting it done. But the first line of defense is your faith. You're the first. The first your faith should be the first thing the devil runs into. Amen. He shouldn't run into your pastor. I'm not going to mean that bad. But he should run into your faith, what you believe. Uh, we must learn about the original. Now, uh, the devil, we, like I said, he's a counterfeit. He promises, but he never delivers, right? So you should never buy the stolen goods the devil got because someday God's going to incarcerate him. This is going to sound really bad, but you can get incarcerated with him just because you're touching them stolen goods. You're believing that you're, you're touching the stuff that he stole. The Bible says nobody gets a crown unless he gets it lawfully. There's a, and, and all, uh, this is so hard to, to con get in your concept. And I'm not magnifying the devil. I'm teaching you spiritual law. You could, nobody could know something and it can be a little small thing that you are going to do. Please forgive me. You can cheat in one area on your taxes. And see, the devil is the, is the prince of that atmosphere. One little skirmish will, one little compromise will give him an opening, a crack for him to start coming in. See, it's when God said don't cheat, it wasn't just so you'd be honest. Sure, he needs you to be honest, but it's how you protect yourself from the devil with your integrity. A man's integrity shall guide him. And the devil, he's an outlaw. You'll have enough battles without doing stuff wrong, let alone to invite him by things. You with me? You'll have enough battles because he'll, he'll attack you for no, you know he doesn't need a good reason, right? He just does, he doesn't need a good reason. He just wants to mar and, and destroy and, and defile everything that is God's. He did it with the first family. He got Eve deceived, Adam betrayed, and Cain killed his brother, and that's the first family of, of the history of the world. The devil went after what God said was good immediately. Isn't that something? That's why I, I've learned this from experience, unfortunately. But it was good for me. David said it was good for me that I was afflicted. When you start to have a move of God, you just got to just protect it. You got to get ready. If many revivals never got started because the devil went after him when he, see, the devil knows when the Holy Ghost starts to hang around a place. And he knows when, when 
something good is going to come out of it. And he certainly doesn't want all those people to get saved so that the slightest inkling of God's move, he will begin to work on the people to defile them and get them into carnality and arguing and shut that thing down. And, and uh, I could say this openly now after, after all these years. You know, I've said this in other sermons. It's been a lot of years. I guess I'll bring it up today. But the, the two relationships that I've probably had the devil fight the most is the one with my man of God and the one with my wife. Because they're covenant birthing relationships. You, you understand, if you can break the covenant, you can break the next generation. See, you're not just fighting to come to church. I hope this don't sound crazy. You're, you're fighting to be in covenant with God's people so you can have another generation. And with all the brokenness and the fragmentation of people today, we're losing the battle in the generational. The church looks like it's getting smaller because we're breaking covenant instead of staying in there no matter what happens. We, we don't stay married when it's good or bad. It's broken covenant that keeps the next generation from being birthed. Like I said, today it seems like a small thing, but it's a huge slap in the devil's face to outlast him in a generation. The devil wants to destroy things when they're in seed form before they reproduce. The best time to kill it is when it's new, right? He did it to Moses' generation. He did it to Jesus' generation. He tried to kill it quick. The devil has been around God a long time. Remember, he was in the throne room with his covering the throne of God in worship. He knows that atmosphere, and he can smell it when it starts to come somewhere. And he got evicted from it, and he don't want anybody else to have it either. He knows when you're getting in there. And that's why when churches still, look at all the revivals that get started that just don't stick because the devil gets in there. Weird things happen to the praise and worship leaders. Weird things happen. The preacher runs off to somebody and it's, it becomes a mess because he wants in to defile all that. You, you've heard me say this even about sex before. The reason that the devil makes pornography is because it's the only way of bringing a never dying spirit being into the earth is through sexual union and supposed to be in a covenant between a man and wife. He hates that. So he defiles it and makes it into pornography. He, he puts the reproduction of God-class beings on pictures to defile it. If you understand what it is, you, you don't want nothing to do with that because it's a covenant relationship thing. Now, he does that with everything. I mean, you, I'm, you imagine how Adam felt when his son killed the other son? That's probably how God felt. You know, he tried to destroy the family before it even got started. That's why some of you, just to let you know, some of you have better opportunities to have families than others, but the family is truly a fought thing from hell. He tries to get the dads to abuse the little girls. He tries to get to abandon the kids. He tries to make a divorce. He tries to make a mess of a household. You have to resist that and fight that. And the men are the ones that can keep that devil out the best because they're the one that have that position to keep all that stuff out of the house. They're the guardians, the protectors, the prayers, the, the teachers, and the providers, right? So it's up to them to guard the house. And even then, he'll have some fights. But at least you know as the king and priest of the house, you have authority over all that stuff. And you're the one that can confront it first. 
Now, I'll be honest with you. I can't imagine not having the generational blessing of a father trying to take on a demonic power in a region and drive it backwards. You know, when I say anointing, I'm talking about the anointing of a generational blessing like David and Solomon had. I think when you, you, you can settle for church and you can have a nice euphoric thing, but it, sometimes churches don't transform things because to transform something, you've got to do some evictions. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.